Good love our gracious queens Are throughout their just queens Their time has come United Queendom Hello, hello, hello. I'm Ed Dyson. I'm Charlie Valentine. And we are United, United Queendom. Queendom, bringing you all things Drag Race, plus The Ed and Charlie Show, in which we help the celebs and plebs who need it the most, with their many, many, many problems. Thanks for tuning in, everyone. Remember to rate, review, and always, always share. Now let's get on with the show. Hello, you total slags. It's me, Vinegar Strokes, from RuPaul's Drag Race UK, here on United Queendom. Hey! Hello, everyone. <laughs> you did Hello. your Kermit voice again. Hello, everyone. That's like Transylvania. <laughs> Kermit with a stroke. Cheeky yeah. goals. Oh, I haven't got my notes up. Sorry, this oh, is my, terrible. So story. unprofessional. <laughs> That's my brand. So um, <laughs> today we are discussing AJ and the Queen. Dun, dun, dun. She finally got her own show. Well, finally got her own like fiction show. I know. This feels like it's been talked about for years now. Yeah. Um, did it sound when you first? heard about it like it was going to be a good thing yeah because made by michael patrick king who i love yeah sex, sex and the city, and the city. Oh. what are his other credentials i know he did the comeback <laughs> oh my god the comeback the comeback is amazing oh so good um he did um i don't know what else he's done recently he did that bridget do you know bridget everett i yes, adore I bridget everett she's the big blonde woman isn't yeah she? yeah and she mm. did a she got her own show now he wrote her a show a What's pilot I can't love you more. I think it's called. But it basically didn't get picked up. They did oh, a pilot for so Amazon funny. and it didn't go to series. Because she makes a lot of appearances in Amy Schumer's yeah. show, which I love. I love. She is so good. I adore Bridget Everett. Oh no, I'm thinking of someone else. No, yeah, you I'm are thinking, thinking of her. Yeah, yeah. I saw it at her theatre two years ago. She was amazing. Oh, I'm jealous. I'd love to see. Her. Um, so I know he did that pilot for her, but it didn't go anywhere. Yeah. And then I think that's it. So he likes things. I mean, obviously he must be gay, but he likes very yeah. gay camp things. So he's he did like the Sex and City movies as well. Actually, I forgot about those. Yeah, because I think we all need to forget about those. <laughs> I like the first one. I, the no. second one obviously is a is it's a disaster. A, yeah, but the first one I don't th- think there's that much wrong with it, apart from when they have that intervention for Samantha because she puts on like three pounds. I was like, <laughs> that is just a bit like crazy. Oh no, the wedding dress sequence in the movie is shocking because it's so flashy and it's so gratuitous. <laughs> It is so on the... No, it's too much. I kind of lived for it. But, <laughs> and Liza. Liza. Oh, no, that's the second that's one. That's the second one, it? singing all the single ladies. But, um, yeah, so, first of all, what do you think? Of, we've watched the first two episodes. What we are have. Your first impressions? My first impressions, AJ and the Queen. AJ and the Queen. I think <laughs> it is... I think... I don't know. I don't know, because I don't know what you think. Are we going to disagree or not? I think it is... So bad. <laughs> it is shocking. It's so bad. So what you're saying is very, from what I gather, in line with what reviewers are saying. I read a few reviews this morning, yeah. and I didn't think they were going to be that bad. The Vulture one was Because pretty... I'm quite, I think I'm quite a harsh TV critic, but I think what I'm getting from the show is, it's very much for Drag Race fans. I think okay. it thinks it's got a broader appeal than Drag Race fans. And it's going to win new fans that don't watch the show. Oh my God, no, I but don't think I, it will. I think it's just aimed at them. But obviously you love Drag Race and you yeah. still don't like the show. So no, maybe I thought I'm it was rough. About that. I thought the first two episodes were really good. I've watched Beyond and I think it gets worse. 
Oh, really? Yeah. Because some of the reviews saying it, you kind of, it, it, it gets better, basically. And by the end, you Much better. Sorry, I <laughs> promised I wouldn't do that in 2020, and now I've done it. But, um, <laughs> the thing that people have said is, because I'm going to probably talk about this a lot, and I don't know if you agree with it. For me, one of the main issues of the show is AJ. I can't... And I know it sounds bad to bitch about a child, but she's very... That character is very annoying, and it's very off-putting for me. But people have told me that as the show goes on, she gets less annoying. Oh, okay. So I mean, maybe she is, like, what... homeless and has a crackhead mum, but... No. All right, she's still annoying. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> but for me, it's been very one note from her. She's yeah. shouting a lot. She's... Like, when she shouts at Ruby, she has pure hatred in her face. And I think she could have toned it down a little bit because it's not that kind of show. She's no... She's no Meryl Streep, all right? And I know it feels bad to, like, <laughs> criticise a child actor, but... Um, what was I going to make the comparison of recently? I watched a film called Mid 90s. Oh, I saw that. The Jonah Hill film. It's so good. I yeah. loved it. And the kid in that was amazing. So good. The kids in Stranger Things are amazing. Jojo it's... Rabbit, I thought the kid was yes, so good. Yes, the kid in Jojo Rabbit so... so good. And his friend. So there's loads of good child actors. I'm, I'm not saying she's bad, but. I <laughs> yes, think you are. <laughs> I am, yeah. <laughs> but I think that if a kid is in a show, then they're part of. They're open to critique. And I do think yeah. she's the weak spot of the show. Yeah. Um, Twitter. Let's. <laughs> I, I've been trolling her, but I need to step <laughs> it up a little bit. But we should start at the beginning of the episode. Um, oh yeah. Well, I'll just say reviews have been bad. You think it's really bad. On Reddit, people seem to like it. So that's what made me think that the Drag Race fans are. Kind Some of my friends have said it's comfort food. Yeah, because I wasn't expecting it to be like a show like Girls that was going to yeah. completely change the world. Eh? It is kind of exactly what I expected it to be. Light-hearted, a bit sassy, a bit camp, a bit silly, a bit... And I, I want to watch more. Do you find... It's quite um, child-friendly. I thought it'd be sassier yeah. in the sense that I thought it would be dirtier <laughs> jokes. I mean, there are a few dirty jokes, but... There's if... one dirty joke that was really weird. I don't think it's in the first two episodes, but this isn't really a spoiler, but... Oh no, it's in episode two when Jinx is leading AJ away. Oh yeah, says, that was... She's a tarp or something. Yeah. And I was like, that was weird. That's uh, when she thinks it's a little boy. But I think, do you think it's maybe because Drag Race does have a young audience? Actually, it has, I think, a surprisingly young audience against young girls. Yeah. And maybe they thought we did, they didn't want to alienate them or they knew that anything with RuPaul in would attract them. Definitely. I think mm. this show has been made to be a very broad show yeah. that was watched by all ages. So I don't think they wanted to make it too... Adult. Um, yeah, sweary or sexual or anything like that. Um, but yeah, we start off episode one with... We're introduced to Rue as Ruby Red. Boring name, right? It is a boring name, but I, I couldn't imagine Rue having a pun name. Cause, so it kind of works. Do you think they wanted to keep Rue in as well? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I don't know. I thought Ruby Red was a bit of a boring choice. But maybe that's what they were trying to say. She's not meant to be a world-famous drag queen. She's meant to be like a good drag queen. Yeah, that's a good point. Because this is what I was thinking about her performances on the show because they're not a huge gag are they no they wouldn't win a lot of the lip syncs on drag race but are they is she in character, she's in character. Yeah. <laughs> she's in character she's got method is that her excuse yeah <laughs> um so she lip syncs to her own song in the opening it's quite a fun moment and then straight away they give us what we want like roxy andrews give you what you like um, <laughs> by giving us loads of cameos yeah so i'm gonna go through them all and see what you think of them all what you thought of them while watching. So we got Bianca Del Rio backstage. Good. Yeah. Love Bianca. Always dependable. She's never going to be bad. And she we, can act, I think. Of course, yeah, she can act. The Hurricane Bianca films would say otherwise, but Fair. she can act. We get Eureka and Valentina together, which are odd pairing. Yeah, very odd. Did you like them? Yeah. 
They were rough. I thought all the cameos were pretty rough. I've got to be honest. I've watched more than you and the cameos get a lot worse. <laughs> so I thought they were a bit rough, but again, not spoiler, so I don't mind saying it. I've just watched episode four before I got here and Kennedy Davenport is in it. And why they cast Kennedy Davenport? She didn't do well on the acting challenges in Drag Race. <laughs> like, when the scripted challenge, when she was p- portraying La La Land, she was terrible. She was all right in the one where they did the John Waters thing, but she's really bad in AJ and the Queen. She has quite a big part in one episode, so that was baffling. But back to these ones. Yeah, Valentina was a bit iffy, and I love Valentina. But I think they're directed really bad. It's very much like, you deliver a line, then sit down. Then you stand up and deliver your line. But when you've got one line, how do you not deliver it flawlessly? It's meant to be like a um, backstage, isn't it? It should be everyone's... Do you know what good comparison is? Hustlers. Yes. Jen Hustlers, when they're backstage in the strip club and everyone's talking, everyone's talking over each other. And talking, that's how it should be done. This was like, everyone sit down, yeah. everyone say your line, now you, now stop. Now that you say another line, now stop. That's true. It's and in thing that like... um, Jennifer Aniston film, what was that called again? Patty. No. Not Dumpling. Patty. Dumpling, yeah. was it? Um, Ginger Minge's in that and that's quite realistic. Yeah. Thing. But yeah, it was a, all a bit staged. But some of them are good. I thought Manila, she gave a good line. I yeah. Mean, they're all playing themselves so they should be able to do this. Vanjie was surprisingly not bad because she didn't do that well in acting challenges. Oh, she, yeah. But she gave a good line. Pot, I loved seeing Pot Chop. Yeah. See, and you haven't watched season one but Pot Chop is a legend. She's the first one. Why she was refers to it as Pot Chop? Yeah. She was like, hey Pot Chop. And she got name mentioned, didn't she? Didn't Rue mention her by name? Yes, yeah, so yeah. she's, I think, the only one who has her real name, which is cool. And Mayhem got to introduce Rue on yeah. stage. Yeah. A lot of these ones you'll notice, cameos in AJ and the Queen, are people who you might be seeing quite soon on All Stars. So I think they've oh, done really? that deliberately. I wasn't sure if it was... I'm guessing it shoots in LA, and it was just LA Queens. Oh, you're probably right. I think, because they talked about this on a rival podcast, whose name I will not mention, but that... Drag queens were asked to do it. Alaska was asked to do it, but she they didn't offer to cover the travel. Yeah. So if you're not already in LA, a lot of the queens, if they were going to fly out to do it, yeah. potentially would have lost money and lost gigs. So it probably ended up being people who were just available. Because it's... I haven't seen, obviously, the rest of it. I know it's like a road trip across America, but I'm guessing mm-hmm. it's all shot probably in LA and just pretending to be... Or do you think, or does it look like it's shot across the... Rue talked about it on What's the Tea. I think it's mostly in LA and I think they shot in a couple of different locations, but they didn't go to every location yeah. that they went to. Um, so yeah, I won't spoil who's on All Stars, but a few of the people in the show are, so I kind of am spoiling it. And then we get a little moment from Alexis Mateo. Bam! Which... I know, just one line. never gets old. Alexis Mateo, she's had a, had a few cakes since her season, <laughs> not gonna lie. She Well, she did a really body positive post recently. Oh, really? So... That's exactly the kind of thing she was combating. She's not, um, how do I put this delicately? Her face looked very feminine. Is she, she is still a man? Or I, is she I trying... don't know, actually. I just thought when I saw her face, it looked a lot, slightly effeminate. Well, I have a feeling if we watch All Stars 5, we might find out more. Oh, okay. Mm. It's a shame if she is on, which I could not possibly comment on, that she wouldn't be on with Vanjie because... She's yeah, mother, mother and daughter. But I know I don't think Vanjie's on yet. Well, I know she isn't, to be honest. Uh, um, I'm sure we had two seasons. What, you think Vanjie will be on two All-Stars? No, I mean, she's, she's already had two seasons. Oh, yeah, but they'll just keep churning up. In now, aren't they? So one iconic moment early on, or weird moment, depending on how you look at it. Also, again, is... I know RuPaul's tall, but when she's in the hills and that, you're like, she is so tall. Yeah, she's, she's enormous, yeah. <laughs> By the way, do you know that Ru... Um, conceived this show 
to be sat down almost the entire time. So when they were, her and Michael Patrick came were coming up with ideas, Rue said, I want to be sat down almost all the time filming. So that's how it ended up being a road movie. Ah, to be driving. So I love that. She's 60. She didn't want to stand up. Yeah. But yeah, you're right. When she stood up, she's towering. Yeah, and those she's heels very, and very the big tall. hair. But, um, it kind of makes it kind of makes sense why she became the biggest track in the world. Because if you were in the eighties and she was in a club, yeah. you would just be like, "Who is that?" Yeah, it's, she's impossible to ignore. Yeah, very memorable the height and yeah everything. And then she still has a massive wig on as well. Yeah, which she then takes off in this episode, and we see RuPaul full geesh with no wig, which I don't think we've ever seen before. No, definitely not on Drag Race. Yeah. So did you find that a bit of a gag? It is. Her head's so like it's like so pea shaped. So, yeah, people always say it's like a Malteser. Don't they? Yeah. <laughs> to see that with the face is just crazy. And then she does a reference to Drag Race, as well as having all the queens there, which is, she talks about how she saved $100,000. <laughs> so I like the fact that they, because Rue often, outside of Drag Race, doesn't reference the show very much. She kind of talks about Drag Race like it's a job. Yeah. And unlike people like Michelle Visage or any, any of the queens from the show who like to reference it and make jokes about it and talk about it endlessly. Rue is very much like, I don't want to talk about drug race, I want to talk about other things. Yeah. But I like the fact that they are very aware with AJ and the Queen that they have to play to that audience. So $100,000 is not enough to buy a club in New York. That is true. Are they need millions. I or thought they were in New York, no? Well, they're not in LA. No, it's all set in New York. So I remember they're talking about AJ on the streets of Manhattan. Oh, yeah, yeah, you're right. So yeah, $100,000 for a club. club a mass- Come on, babe. Although we see later it's quite dingy. But yeah, I still think, I don't think you could rent a flat for $100,000. <laughs> no, no. Um, so then we get, this was the point in the episode where I did start to get worried. So I thought this is maybe not going to be good, which is the next scene. She's on her date with Hector Ramirez. Oh. Who. Is a dish. An absolute salt. Oh my God. He's beautiful, isn't he? Yeah. So when, he, the actor's name is Josh Segarra. When did you become aware of him? Was it the show? This was the show. Why has he done other stuff? Do you not watch Orange is the New Black? No. You must be aware of him because he was in Trainwrecked, but I forgot he was in Trainwrecked as well. So I don't know if you. Trainwreck? Isn't the Amy Schumer? Yeah. He was in Trainwreck. I just checked his Wikipedia, but I don't remember him in it. So. Maybe he's seen Maybe he's a really small part. No, I know he's in it because I. Did I show you his bum picture? No, you didn't show his bum picture. Well, I tried to post it on Instagram today and they. Blocked it as I was telling you oh. because it's graphic content. Um, but it was from Trainwreck and Amy Schumer's in the picture. So oh, maybe it's at the start of that little the montage. Start, she has loads of yeah. stands. Yeah, I think maybe he's just one of them. So I guess it wouldn't be a huge oh. part. Although I bet he has got a huge part. Um, oh, is it the one where she goes, What's that good joke? She says, It looks like the cast of Game, Game of Thrones. Thrones. She's like, You've had sex before? Where are they buried? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it is him in that bit. Um, I'll come back Amy Schumer I love her I love her um, but yeah I knew him from Orange is the New Black which he's really hot in as well he's one of the security guards and apparently he's in a show called Arrow which I'm not really familiar with oh I think that's a, a comic book DC show yeah that sounds right doesn't it I think Russell Tovey was in it for a hot minute I think and he's also hot um, but yeah, yeah as soon as he came on screen I was like oh my god I'm swooning <laughs> I can see why can we spoil what happens? Yeah, anyone would have watched the episode, wouldn't they? Yeah. So Go um, binge up, as Ed would say. Spoilers! That he ends up conning Ruby in the episode. Um, but if it was me, I would gladly be conned by him. Even if I knew he was a con man, I'd still go into it. <laughs> it's worth the money. But the reason I was worried in this scene was the way he was looking at Rue was very 
just over the top and schmaltzy yeah. and sickly, which ended up working. So I am embarrassed to say I didn't notice the twist coming, even though it was quite obvious. <laughs> um, and then when he was saying stuff like, they were in the Chinese restaurant and they were saying white or brown rice and he was staring at Ruby and going, I like brown. I was like, oh God, oh God. no, this is going to be bad. And then they kiss and it was a really awkward kiss, yeah. which made me think, oh, they've got no chemistry. But again, all of this ended up working within the show later. So did you guess it straight away? Like, yeah. <laughs> that's, an, that, that's not Brains of Britain to work that one out. Well, I just, I don't know. I just thought, I kind of <laughs> thought that Rue Paul fancies this man and he's just cast him as his boyfriend and he's just going to have him like there yeah. as like a little fantasy. But obviously it works much better with what happened that he ends up being the antagonist. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and the, and the next scene is where we get introduced properly to AJ, who at that point has just been doing a voiceover. She's <laughs> stealing everything from Ruby. She is. If you wanted to play a drinking game with AJ and the Queen, I think every time AJ steals something, do a drink, <laughs> and you'll be wasted. It is, re- it is repetitive now. So uh, the other twist, I guess, is that AJ is a girl. Which yeah. we all knew because RuPaul's been talking about the show for ages and keeps talking about this child actress who's a girl that she's friends with so there wasn't even an opportunity for me not to get this one even though so um she reminded me a little bit of that girl i forget her name but who played matilda oh yes who's now gay is she yeah she's gay she's oh, one wow. of us she's, she's on the team she's not um an actress anymore is she I no Which is what she? else was she in mrs doubtfire oh that was yeah. it and i think she was in a few um things oh was she the girl from miracle on yeah. Like yeah. Film, yeah. Yeah, she was quite big, but she never seemed as famous as Macaulay Culkin, even though she her films were just as big. Yeah. But I think Home Alone just took him to some sort of yeah. stratosphere, as well as his weird relationship with Michael <laughs> Jackson, which we won't get into. <laughs> um, but yeah, so did you not mind AJ from the jump? I mean, I mean you've seen that character before. Yeah. I th- yeah. I mean, it's just like every stock character you've ever seen in like... And of course, yeah, I was a bit like... I wasn't so keen on his portrayal of his mum. Whose mum? AJ's mum. Oh, later on, yeah. Yeah. The prostitute thing. I don't know. Because it's so like, everything's like soft focus. I love a bit of soft focus. Which I've heard RuPaul talk about before. They're obsessed with soft focus. Well, I mean, Ru is a 60-year-old man. So (laughs) that's going to help, isn't it? But I think um, with the task that they were set, which is RuPaul has to be on a road trip with a little child. Yeah. You kind of have to make the mum someone who, because who would, how would you ever get a child away from their parent without them? So it kind yeah, of has to be like that, doesn't it? McCann's parents. <laughs> <laughs> Moon. That's for the cutting board. <laughs> um, we, she's also got a lisp, the child, which I think is why she reminds me of the Matilda kid. Yeah. So that's quite, um, can you say a lisp is annoying? <laughs> you can well I did <laughs> um, and I read one of the reviews this morning was from the Guardian and they described AJ as looking like an off-duty Cara Delevingne which I really liked <laughs> I was getting that vibe um, next up we get introduced to I'm very interested to hear your thoughts on this Coco Burr yeah so I mean to me the character seemed like the best comedic character in the show but also these blind jokes. The actor's blind, right? Is he? I don't know. Because I was like, oh, how have I never heard about this kind of gay blind actor? 
Well, I don't even know if he's gay. I mean, he must be. But he was on What's the Tea recently, RuPaul's podcast. And I listened to five minutes and it was boring, so I stopped listening. Uh, But it was an actor from AJ and the Queen. And now I know it was him. And he sounded straight and there was... He didn't sound blind. Oh, I think I went on his Wikipedia and there was no mention of blindness, but maybe there doesn't need to be. But how maybe could that's they like do defining... that with his eyes if he wasn't? But it must be. He must be, because otherwise... Obviously, we've done loads of research in this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> well, this show has only just come out, so we've, we're hot off the press, <laughs> fresh out the oven. He did um, have the best jokes, I think, in the whole thing. He had the best jokes. I thought he was the best actor in the show. Uh, who's funny, um, delivered them well, but I hope as the show progresses, there's more than just the blind jokes. I mean, I found a lot of the blind jokes funny, but you don't ever want a character to be defined by one yeah. thing, crutch. And he has a lot of, again, he's funny as, um, I got told this actually, when I was, because I'm working TV, the producer told me this once, that like, some characters are like your meat and veg, and some characters are like, sauce. Yes, <laughs> and that, that makes sense. Ketchup is great as a sauce, but you don't want to eat a bowl of ketchup. So yeah. that, that, is that a good analogy of, or am I going way off? Do you know no, what I mean? I get it. It you reminds mean, me of Will and Grace because whenever yeah. you used to watch Will and Grace, everyone was like, why can't it just be Jack and Karen? But that, that I don't think they would work as me. No, exactly. Saw something. Yeah, so, exactly. Yeah. And yeah, I don't think a full show of cocoa butter, it'd be a bit rich. Um, with <laughs> all the butter, I didn't even mean to say that. Um, but then we get to the, to the twist, which there's no way you can see it coming. <laughs> uh, if you're me. Uh, Ruby finds out she's been robbed. She's in the club. All her money's gone. I mean, I definitely should have seen it coming when she gave her that joint card. That was very obvious. <laughs> but she doesn't accept it at first. It's quite sad. Um, did you start to feel for Ruby? And are you feeling Ruby as a character or is it just, are you watching RuPaul really? I feel like I'm watching RuPaul. I feel like that. I don't. Right. There's nothing different. I know we shouldn't criticise our dear leader <laughs> and the mother of us all. Yeah. She's not the best... She's not very subtle. I, when it comes to acting, I think RuPaul's definitely is not a highly skilled actress, but she does what she does well. Yeah. I've seen her in stuff before. I mean, you watch Broad City, don't you? Yeah. She had an arc in that. Oh, that yeah, didn't I work forgot. For me, yeah, really. didn't. As the restaurant owner. Yeah. And, and really, she was just playing herself in that, but yeah. it didn't really work. But I thought. RuPaul, if she's in control of everything, like she's on Drag Race, yeah. will be able to make it work. And she's obviously an executive producer on this show. So I think I think her acting works within this show. Yeah. I think there are moments where you see it and you're like, oh. But she at one point in the first episode, she cries, doesn't she? And that worked for me. And I thought that's oh, must okay. be quite hard to do. Um, Did you see in Grace and Frankie? I never saw in Grace and Frankie whether she was any good in that. I didn't watch it, now. I don't get Grace and Frankie, do you? I didn't like it, but people who do watch it say it gets a lot yeah, better. Yeah, everyone loves it. So I think it was one I should have stuck with. So it's a huge regret. <laughs> um, but yeah, we then get to the police station because uh, Ruby is accepting she's been robbed. And we get a female and a gay cop. And Coco, that was one of the funny moments to me was when Coco's flirting with the gay cop, yeah. feeling the muscles and stuff. He's very hunky, that gay cop. Yeah, there's a lot of hot men in this show. There is. I mean, again, I'm going ahead, but in the episode I've just watched, there's another gay cop because they're in another city and he's really hot. Oh. Yeah, so they just keep him coming. Um, but back at the flat, we get um, Ruby very defeated and Coco trying to cheer her up. Ruby says... I've been robbed. I've got nothing. At least let me be 40. I love that she's trying to convince <laughs> the six-year-old man is 40. But you could believe RuPaul was 40, couldn't you? In the right light. Yeah, in the right light. And then Coco gives Ruby some red boots. Now, did you think this was a reference to kinky boots? 
I, when I first saw him, I was like, oh, it's a la Kinky Boots. But then it's like, I think it's quite dangerous to reference Kinky Boots now. Why, Why is it RuPaul been in Kinky Boots? Because well, he can't sing properly. Or is well, that Shade? That, and RuPaul just doesn't really perform live because she didn't have to, does she? She yeah. makes so much money now. Ru doesn't need to tell the country or be in a West End show. Like, it's kind of beneath her in a way. It does seem mad, though, that that role of a black drag queen... It just seems like the perfect role for her. Well, it probably maybe was quite inspired by RuPaul. Can you imagine RuPaul doing an English accent? Essex well, accent. Let's do Essex ima- accent. Because he's from Clacton, isn't he? All you have to do is watch Drag Race UK season one. She did it almost the whole time. <laughs> it was unbearable. That was the worst acting she's done. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, I thought it was weird to... It felt like an obvious reference to Kinky Boots, which I thought was yeah. a bit strange. Maybe the actor who plays Coco was in Kinky Boots, because that would make sense. Oh, maybe. And it's kind of a little... Do they call it an Easter egg? Yeah. But she puts on them boots and then she realizes she's been robbed again. Oh wait, Coco sings a bit of I Will Survive first, but then she gets robbed again and then we hear I Will Survive as Ruby runs up the fire escape to smash the window and get her stuff back from AJ. And this is the point where we realize that AJ's living in a flat with no parents. Yeah. And it's a bit of a sad moment. And this is where we're meant to feel for AJ, but I still don't. <laughs> like <My> good. <laughs> <laughs> and then they tie up AJ. I mean, a lot of this is like, even though it's a comedy, you're like, oh God, you're tying up a child. <laughs> like, do you get... Oh yeah, they tie to the radiator, don't they? Tied to the radiator. And then there is a funny moment where she, she, well, Ruby says, don't hit the child. And Coco says, what do you think I am? The mother in Precious? Which I love. <laughs> do you love Precious? <laughs> it's a great film. Great family. We watched it as a family. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, and Mariah Carey in it is so good. Can we talk about the abuse? <laughs> And she pushes her away like, don't touch me. <laughs> Monique deserved that actress. She might have been cancelled since, but oh my God, she was so Yeah, it. I'm obsessed. I'm a bit of a uh, Monique obsessive. I've never watched the stand-up. Is it really funny? But no, the whole like, because she brings the drama. It, the drama. I get career down. career moaning about it. I get it? down a rabbit hole of watching Monique doing various interviews oh, about the drama. I get so obsessed with Monique and the drama. Because she calls out the people in the entertainment industry that no one calls yeah. out. She has a go at Oprah. Tyler like, Perry. Yeah. yeah, she goes after everyone. I'm obsessed with Monique. I know, she's amazing. And I try and get everyone to boycott Netflix. Yeah. Because <laughs> she didn't get paid as much as, was it Amy Schumer? Yeah. <laughs> but the idea that everyone's going to boycott Netflix is mad. I think you would. You seem to really love money. It'll <laughs> no, make our recaps quite hard. Don't. Right? She's going to tweet about this podcast now. She's going <laughs> to call us that. We love you, Monique. Please don't come after us. Um, so, what's her name? AJ. I should be able to remember that. It's in the title. <laughs> AJ escapes while Coco's watching, which is quite funny. Um, and goes off again. We get introduced to AJ's mum in a scene where we don't know it is, but it's pretty yeah. obvious. And she's a prostitute. She's played by Katerina... Tannenbaum. All right, give her a shout out. Who I've never heard of before, but I've, she's been in Better Call Saul and Enchanted. So um, I just watched Enchanted. That's the film with, is it Amy? Amy Adams. Yeah, I've seen it before. It's so good. Who is she in that? Oh. I don't know. Again, it might be just a little bit part because I think a lot of these people are emerging talent. <laughs> but I suppose the role of AJ's mum is quite difficult because she has to make this character sympathetic even though yeah. she's abandoned a child. Yeah. I sympathise with her because I'm like, if I was AJ's mum, I would abandon her. <laughs> Annoying as all hell. But, um, and then <clears throat> the other part of Ruby's character that's introduced is she listens to a lot of Oprah. Yeah, what was that about? Well, I know that Rue is friends with Oprah. Like, they've been on each other's, Rue's been on Oprah's podcasts and stuff like that. So I guess... But Oprah got just... Gam Ruse. No, she won't. <laughs> She's not lowering herself to that. Wow. 
Can I pose a drag race judge? Oh my god, that'd be amazing. They could all do an Oprah challenge. Yeah. They did kind of do an Oprah challenge in season one, which you haven't seen. And then well, Silky so... portrayed her in the last season. And then Latrice was going to do it, doesn't she? But they got talked out oh, of yes. it. Oh yes, Latrice did her in All Stars 1. She did do it. But oh, it wasn't she... the Snatch Game. It was the called the Gaffin. It was something Oh, that was work. so bad. Yeah, was awful. Because she was going to do it on her Snatch Game, wasn't she? But then got talked out of it. Don't and, you remember? And season four? Yeah. Um, they went and she was like, "You." I've literally watched that episode yesterday, and I actually don't remember it. Yeah, I know she, she does. She, she says Ella Reese. No, that was the last one. She did um, Aretha. Aretha, yeah, yeah, yeah. She did it to Rue, and then RuPaul was like, "Oprah's not funny." And then she still did it on All Stars One. My memory is shocking. If I watched that yesterday and can't remember. Also, Latrice is the creative <coughs> consultant on this, isn't it? I know that's so funny. How about, how about all the queens? Why have they chosen Latrice? I guess she. Maybe her career is most similar to what Ruby's character is. Doing the touring. Yeah, like, because Latrice was kind of a bit of a legend in some yeah. areas before Drag Race. So Ruby's a bit legendary, but local legendary. Yeah. So I guess Latrice is a good person. And also, Rue loves Latrice. So if Michael Patrick King says who's the best person, it doesn't surprise me that much that she would choose Latrice. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and then at the end of the episode, what we get of episode one is Ruby finding AJ in the camper van as she's about to go off on tour. <laughs> so, um, yeah, and then finds out that she's a girl, the big gag of all. Yeah. What did you make of that? <laughs> I mean, we could see it coming. The gaggery of her being a girl. But why is she in the camper van? So she wants to get to Texas because her dad lives there, I think. Oh my God. She, right. she doesn't want to be with her mum because her mum doesn't care, but it doesn't sound like her dad cares that much either. Oh, I can see. but she's nowhere in Texas. It's quite a big place. Um, yeah, we haven't got to that yet. I guess <laughs> that would be... Texas. Maybe she has always known where her dad lives, but she just doesn't know how to get there. Oh. She got... Although she's been stealing loads, so you think she'd find her own way. But I guess traveling with Ruby is a fun way to go. And we open episode two with Ruby being found, and then uh, she takes AJ for pancakes. I love pancakes. I love pancakes, but I don't really like American pancakes. Oh, yeah? Really? But these ones looked really good in that episode. So what do you have on your pancakes? I usually would have, like, syrup. <laughs> syrup. <laughs> and just Golden? Like... Agave? What are we talking? I don't even know what agave syrup is. It's lovely. <laughs> That's what it is. You sounded really seductive. It's lovely. <laughs> it doesn't spike your GI. What's GI? I don't know. <laughs> oh, I do know, I do know, Glycemic Index. What's that? I don't know, that's a good drag like name. BTM. I'm just saying, Glycemic Index. <laughs> that's going to be my drag name. Yeah, it just doesn't spike it. I want to be spiked. That's the only reason I leave the house. Never happens, but one can but hope. But yeah, the pancakes look very, very good. AJ in this scene was super, super annoying because this is where, and I understand from a narrative perspective why this had to happen because they had to make it believable that Ruby would continue taking AJ on this journey. Yeah. But the reason she does it is because otherwise she's going to say, you touched me. <laughs> and you're a, a tall black man, I'm a little white girl, that's not going to look good. Which is reality, but isn't it a bit creepy in this kind of show? Too. It is. Especially in this, like... It was kind of funny, kind of, yeah, gross. Something I found interesting, I wonder what you think about this, is that via... Um, Ruby's discovery that AJ's a girl you actually get Rue's character talking a bit about trans issues I know I thought this was dangerous territory for Rue yeah do you Walking think this is her way of addressing it though I don't know because he says there is quite a flipping comment he's like well we've got to address people's gender issues nowadays yeah it is a bit of a weird comment given his history 
Yeah. Maybe this is a way to atone for it. Although I think this was filmed, was it over a year ago? When, when did that happen? Maybe it actually... That was like a couple of years ago, the RuPaul Guardian interview. So this would have been filmed in the wake of that interview. Because isn't that... Because that interview happened and then didn't Gia go on All Stars? Yeah, that was Gia on All Stars. That was after. meant to be like an atone. And they put that other yeah. trans bird on um, the Christmas one. What's that? Sonique. Yeah. yeah. He didn't deserve to be there, but I bet they thought, let's get a trans bird on. Yeah, she kind of stole the show. But now what everyone's waiting for is a trans contestant on the main show, aren't they? Yeah. Which still hasn't happened and won't be happening on season 12, I'm well informed. Um, so, yeah, we've now got AJ on the journey, and one of the issues they're having is with phones. So, yeah. So, what did you think of this? That he can't do. I need my phone! I need my phone! I need my phone! It was so bizarre. It was very It's random. a very bizarre plot point. Well, I think it's interesting because it is... It's something Rue thinks about. Because I um, listen to her podcast a lot. And one of the things that she hates is how young people are really disconnected from reality. And she said she drives around LA and sees people just on their phone or with their headphones in, not taking in the surroundings. And it boils her blood. Yeah. So I think this kind of... Um, is referencing Rue's own feelings. I think Rue had quite a lot of input in to, into these kind of things. Um, but yeah. But it was in there she keeps screaming, I need, I can't get in touch with my mum if I don't have my phone. You're literally in a car driving away from your mum. What do you care? And whenever we see her on her phone, she's just going through Instagram. She's on Grindr. <laughs> <laughs> She'd probably do quite well on Grindr. <laughs> a little twinkie. <laughs> God, I'm as bad as Jinx now. Um, and then we get to a club in, where's the first stop? Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. Yeah, which is where Sharon Needles is from and Alaska. No, Alaska's not from there, but that's where the yeah. romance was born out of. Romance is born in Pittsburgh. Who'd have thought it? And we walk in and the first person we meet is Katya. Yes. Katya. Zamologikova. Which is a nice, friendly face. <laughs> Sorry, that's a weird thing to say. <laughs> she, I'm surprised she did it. Really? Yeah. I know, Katya's quite beloved of the show, and she's one of the most popular people to ever come out of it. So it oh, definitely. I think she's top And she probably five, lives in probably. Well, who do you say is the most popular? Bianca. Bianca, yeah. And then Trixie, Alaska. I still think Katya. Trixie divides people. I think, I think she's a huge fan base, but I still think there's a lot of people who don't get it. Yeah, I think you're probably right. I think Katya's really popular. I think Alaska. Trixie's unique in that she, I think she actually has a lot of fans who, outside of Drag Race, that she's yeah. got from other avenues. Yeah. Whereas everyone else is, and Bianca has that a bit as well, but everyone else is quite contained within the, the yeah. franchise. Um, yeah. So Katya was good. We know Katya's a good actress. Even in... Hurricane Bianca, she managed to be good, which no one <laughs> came out of that unscathed. So good for her. But weirdly, and this was, to me, one of the biggest shocks of the show, if that's not that shocking, that Jinx Monsoon, one of the most talented actresses, I think, to come out of the show, like, seemed a bit off. Yeah. I thought she might be stoned. <laughs> she's a stoner, right? She she's was. famous. She's sober oh, now. she's sober now. Well, she's, like, six months sober. And she's I don't sh- know if that's just drink. She could be stoned. Is Jinx they? Yeah. Jinx is they. Um, but yeah, she delivered her lines. Her lines were quite bad written for her, which is not her fault. And then I thought she delivered them. Yeah. The ones backstage really awkwardly. And then when she was on stage introducing Ruby, I thought she was fine and yeah. respect. But yeah. Um, American she... Tone from uh, Sex and City. Oh, yeah. yeah. What did you say? Was he in Sex and City? What's his name? Anthony. No. Maria Anthony. That's yeah. in Sex and City, right? Yeah. Did you say the name? Mario Cantone. Oh, yeah, that's it. 
I had it written or out. Something else. Yeah, yeah. hates it. That's the <laughs> thing I always quote from him when he he's looking for Charlotte's dresses in Sex and the City. No, nope, hates it. <laughs> but yeah, I love him. I met him once at the Sex and the City premiere. It was um, nice to interview someone who's not taller than me. I saw him going Wendy Williams once, bitching about. How um, are you doing? Kim Why do we keep doing that? <laughs> bitching about Kim Cattrall. Was she? What did she say? Well, it's about how, like, you no, know, they won't do the third movie because of Kim. And he was like, well, I could have really done with the money. <laughs> but said, it was just like, I'm really scared. I could done with the money and now I won't get anything. <laughs> oh, I hope that the rest of the cast and crew aren't all against Kim as well. I hope she's got some allies in this feud. She has I know the other girls are both with Sarah, aren't they? Yeah, have you not listened to Origins podcast? No, you told oh, me to. Oh my God, it's to. amazing. So is this the full tea, full detail? Full detail. But not of, of that feud, yeah, but of the whole series. It's three episodes. It, Sorry. If you're a Sex and City fans, people... Which you should be, just by being humans. Yeah, you really should. Origins podcast is amazing. What were we talking about? Oh yeah, Anthony. Hey, say. Um, so he is Rue's enemy, Ruby's enemy, and they have a bit of history, and then we end up getting a Tina off. We do get a little Tina off. Not where they both take crystal meth and stuff, <laughs> but where they both do Tina Turner, and it's it's Proud Mary they do, yeah. isn't it? Um, yeah, that was a funny scene. I it was really, really that. good. And seeing Ruby doing a bit of dancing in heels. I know, it kind of reminded me of the Holiday Spectacular, where, you know, oh, yeah. and Michelle had the body doubles. I wonder if there were some body doubles in the show. Definitely in the episode four that I've just watched, there must be in one scene, but I shan't spoil that just They're yet. keeping the dancing down to a minimum, aren't they, and the performing? Oh, I missed one bit that I enjoyed. This is one of my favourite cameo lines, when Anthony from Sex and the City says... He's got to stick up your ass. And Katya says, you say it like it's a bad thing. <laughs> I enjoyed that one. And then we get a moment where the... Are they referred... And these, they're all referred to by their real names, right? Or not no, yet? Katya got called Magda. So I think How they're weird. all like... Ref, um, that Porkchop got called Porkchop. Yeah, just yeah. Porkchop. I think <laughs> Rue, whenever she gets a chance to do something special for Porkchop, always yeah. takes it. Which is why it's surprising to me that Porkchop's never been on All Stars. Because I think if she went on, she'd go out first again and it'd be like legendary all over yeah. again it'd be the best thing ever so hopefully all star six oh. apparently i've heard by the way i probably shouldn't say this but um the reason why a lot of fans drag race fans are like impatient like where is all stars we expect an announcement apparently it's been pushed back till further in the year till after season 12 even though usually all stars goes first and i heard the reason is because the producers are panicking because it's not very good oh really i mean the cast wasn't great and apparently it's not it might go down as one of the All-Star 1, like, <gasps> ooh, that was a really bad season type. But that was, All-Star 1 was more chaotic and a bit of a mess. Or is this one, is this sound more it's just boring and they can't, they're struggling for sure, storylines? but they, they've done a twist. Oh, I, I okay. Heard. I don't know if I'm right on this, but it's not a huge twist. They still do the voting each other off, but I think there's some twist where the winner of the challenge... No, where, sorry, the person in the bottom lip syncs against a former lip sync assassin who's not competing. Oh, that's very bizarre. No, wait, chicka chicka rewind. Where the winner of the challenge lip syncs against a former lip sync assassin, say someone like Kevdy Davenport, and then if they win, they get to vote someone off. <laughs> and if the other person doesn't, I don't know what happens. Maybe this is why it's not working. It sounds very convoluted. I've heard this on Reddit, it could be wrong, but if it's right, I can see why it's been a disaster. Yeah, it sounds so convoluted. So yeah, so I think the next thing we're going to be getting is Drag Race Celebrity, which I think is just like a one-off or a few episodes. How's Rue's diary? How's he fitting us all in? Apparently that's meant to be really good. 
season... What, his diary? <laughs> Ruth's diary. <laughs> read it amazing. every night. Right. No, the celebrity drag race. And season 12 is meant to be really good. And All Stars is meant to be a disaster. Oh. Mm-hmm. But then they'll make it work, will they? Will they just edit it or... I mean, I just love All Stars, even when it's terrible. I think I love it. But um, yeah, if it's a car crash, it's one I can't wait to see. Um, why was I talking about that? Well, it's all related, isn't it? But um, then we get Katya, of course, from All Stars 2, and we get a bachelorette vomiting on her. Yeah, I, I know. Was that like supposed to be about... Because drag queens often complain about bachelorette parties. I think it was definitely a nod to that. Have you seen the video? Maybe I don't know if I mentioned this last podcast. In um, the drag brunch in Ballum. Where no, that woman gets it? absolutely pushed. This ba- The drag queen's on stage. I don't know her name. And a drunk woman gets on stage. And she just pushes her straight off the stage onto the floor. The drag queen pushes the yeah. woman. Yeah. Oh, it's amazing. such a good little clip. Did it go viral? Yeah. Ah, yes. Never get on a queen's stage. <laughs> I've seen one video where Courtney act... Um, the woman was getting on stage and then Courtney Act takes the microphone over to the woman and says, listen, I don't knock the dicks out of your hand on the street corner, so don't come on my stage. <laughs> it was an iconic moment. Moon, you might have to edit. Oh, no, we don't have to... We can swear on this one, can't we? Fuck! <laughs> that was <fun>. <laughs> <laughs> And then we get the... Um, oh, this was my favourite scene of the whole thing. The police knocking on the door for Sanchez and he gets out of bed and he's in his tiny black Oh, yes. And his body is just like, would you say like Adonis? It is an Adonis. He's so hot. And also one thing I want to know is, is he wearing contact lenses? His eyes are very blue, but I, he doesn't look like someone who'd have blue eyes. And in Orange is the New Black, I don't think he's got blue eyes. Maybe they gave him blue eyes then. But why? But he's he's so beautiful. He's gorge. I just want him to mug me. (laughs) He escapes. Oh, and the thing I wanted to mention as well, there's a character we haven't mentioned, which is his sidekick. Oh, Lady Danger. Lady Danger. That's a bit too much for me. I didn't get, maybe I wasn't paying attention enough. Like, why is she involved in this? Are they just partners in crime? I think they're just partners in crime. So she gives... But he did all the work. Illegal ejections, doesn't she? She gives illegal injections. Oh, I think they did say, actually, Ruby, when she was getting injections, mentioned she had $100,000. Uh, and then maybe Lady Danger told Sanchez a tip-off of this queen. Yeah, maybe that was it. Is that really enough to get you, like, half the money? Because they're not in a relationship in the show. As we find out, I think, later. But, um... I thought, and I think someone mentioned this on Reddit, that this character perhaps was meant to be Michelle Visage, played by Michelle Visage. Oh, really? It seems like something she would play. Yeah. It makes sense that Rue would want to have her in the show. So I don't know if maybe um, things didn't work out, Michelle had another commitment, or she... Maybe she was on Strictly. No, it was too late. Yeah, I thought that at first, but yeah, it didn't add up. But maybe something else she was doing, like she does Ireland's Got Talent. Maybe she'd signed on for something. But it seems like that role, if Michelle was going to be in the show, it would have been that. And she even has a Madame X eye patch. Yeah. Michelle loves Madonna, as do I. So there's no... I know you've only seen four, but is it confirmed that there's no Michelle cameo? Do we know? Um, no, I don't know. She's not in the trailer, is she? No, I think we wouldn't already know if she was going to be in it. But maybe she pops up because when Kennedy Davenport popped up in episode four, I didn't know she was going to be in it. Ah. But Michelle would be something I think people would be talking about more. Because it's 22, right? I think... 22 queens. Yeah. I think Rue revealed the 22. Yeah. Um... And I didn't didn't know Anthony for Sex and City was in it either. I I didn't. So that was a nice surprise. Um... 
And we find out that Rue, Ruby still thinks that maybe there's something between her and Sanchez. <laughs> you would, wouldn't you? You'd try and convince You'd try yourself. and keep it together. Delusion convince <laughs> And then things start to get a little bit ridiculous. I, I would just start. They just start. <laughs> Up to now, it's been like a gritty Scorsese <laughs> film. But things start to get silly because they go back to the diner because AJ's lost her phone. Oh, yeah. And Sanchez and Lady Danger are there, which is... Yeah, too quick. I was always taught as a writer um, that, like, if ever you're using coincidence, it's very, like, yeah. bad, obviously. Like, <laughs> they shouldn't have... But it's, like, weird that they bump into them. And yeah. Can, and that they can find them. And then AJ goes up. And I don't know if I wasn't watching it properly, but was there a moment when she stole the money back that I missed? Cause sometimes I'm on my phone while I'm watching... Did she steal back the $100,000? I don't remember. I don't think she did because they don't mention No. But why did she go over to them? I don't know. She goes over and she has a knife behind her back. (laughs) And she says something. I've forgotten what she said. But I didn't really get the whole scene. And then when AJ and Ruby are getting away, they take an agonizingly long time to leave. <laughs> and I know that's building suspense, but I was like, just go! And they have this whole argument where she throws out an Oprah tape and all this stuff. And I'm like, for God's sake, just go! And then she crashes into someone. And it's just like, oh, this is getting a bit farcical. Yeah. However, we're at the end of episode two and I personally am enjoying the show. Are you? Is spe- it comfort food? Is it like candy floss? To, or is it, it the is it the um, the kitschness of seeing all the drag queens? It's easy to watch. It's fun. Sometimes it makes me laugh. I'm invested in the characters, so they, that's one of the things I think most shows fail on. I want to see what happens. I find AJ annoying, but I'm looking forward to her being less annoying. And one of the reviews I read this morning said they think it's a mistake that this was a 10-part series. It could have worked well as a nice contained film. Yeah. I agree with that. I think maybe an hour and a half of this all wrapped up would have been good. Yeah. But um, I'm excited to keep watching it. I would watch it through choice, not just for the sake of these recaps. Do you would th- you like to abandon it now? I think I will abandon it. What if we talk about it again? Oh, no, that'll be a good... You can explain it to me, what's happening, and I try to guess what's happening. <laughs> I still need to do a thing where you watch season one. I think that'd be a really good episode if you talk about season one. Well, I might, because um, there's a few season one queens on All Stars, no? There's meant to be Allegedly. one. Oh. Is there more than one? I Allegedly. believe on China's going to be on. <gasps> Is that it? Yeah. So it's quite varied, the All Stars. It's meant to be quite a lot from different seasons, whereas in the past they've had like quite a lot from one season. Yeah. Especially All Stars 2, which was just season five. Yeah. The sequel. The sequel. Um, so yeah, please let us know, those of you listening, what you think of the show. And do you think it. Oh, we don't know how it ends. I must say, do you think it will come back? Will she go on another road trip? I think they will have done this wanting another season. Yeah. And I saw that on Netflix today. Have you seen Netflix have started doing that thing where they put top 10 in the corner? Oh, yeah, it's like to do that, haven't they? Yeah, so AJ was in that. But it doesn't always necessarily mean the show's going well. Because if people want to watch a show, they'll watch it. But if they don't like it, yeah. then that doesn't mean... And that. also, I don't know how truthful those things are. Netflix will just promote yeah, what they want to promote. the tea. Because Netflix don't release their figures. Yeah. And if they do, they could be lying. Because yeah. there's no way of checking, is there? Because it does, it does seem odd that most of the most popular shows are Netflix shows. They're just promoting their own stuff. Yeah, they do, definitely. Um, I was going to ask you quickly, do we know, have we got any more tea on whether, I don't know why I'm obsessed with RuPaul's schedule, because I think it's the second series when they're going to film it. 
what's that Drag Race Australia? We still haven't been confirmed, right? Whether RuPaul's doing it or not. Do we? I'm pretty sure RuPaul is not doing it. Because Drag Race Canada, Canada, she's Canada not. or Australia. Oh. But I don't know Michelle? who it is. Um, I know Michelle's doing it, has done an episode of Canada. But she's not one of the judges. Yeah. But I think she's gone out. And I, I bet she will do that for Australia as well. But I don't think... No, she could be a permanent judge in Australia, couldn't she? I, she could run I, it, no? I think that they just need to get Courtney Act to do it, as I said but to Courtney. But those bridges have been burned, right? Well, apparently not, because apparently Rue's been using wigs by vanity. Refollowed her on Twitter, and what was the other thing she did? Oh, Courtney appeared on uh, Trixie and Katya's show, which is technically World of Wonder. Yeah. So she's not like fully banned. Uh, what what was the beef between them? Did we talk about this or not? Yeah, that went back to the sh- you've got she male controversy. Oh, okay. Connie was one of the ones who called Rue out. Saying that, Willem still is in some wild things and she is very banned. So yeah. it's hard to know where the line is. I saw Bob having a go at... Uh, didn't Bob join Forces Willem to criticise trans? I don't think so. I think oh. Bob tweeted a thing about trans rights. As Bob's very politically active. Um, but not in relation to RuPaul. And oh. Willem commented Jumped making on. it about yeah. Ru. Whereas I, I don't think Bob will have liked that Willem did that. Yeah. I think a lot of them want to say the right thing with trans rights, but don't necessarily want yeah. to be seen to be coming for Ru. Yeah. So wait, this year, so we've got AJ and the Queen, all, Drag Race Season 12. Yeah. All Stars 5. Drag, Drag Race, Race Celebrity. Drag Race Celebrity. Drag Race Canada. Drag Race Australia. Drag Race UK Season 2. Am I missing anything? Um, I think that's How everything. How are they doing it all? It is crazy, I'm isn't guessing, it? Drag Race Thailand? Is that still... That's know, still it's... going. But yeah, I guess Canada, Australia and Thailand, they can... Um, Rue doesn't have to be there for at least. Where else? They're the only... There's no more international versions. They're English language. There's a German you... one, but that's not tied to it. Yeah. That's Heidi Plums, isn't it? That's meant to be bad. Oh. And um, yeah, I think they're just going to keep cropping up now. We're going to be like, this is going to be our full-time job is recapping. Oh my God. Episode two. I wonder where Canada and Australia will get, maybe Netflix won't it? Over here? I don't know. I hope so. Well, Brooklyn Heights is a judge on the Canadian one. Doesn't that already make it slightly lesser? Definitely, yeah. Because she didn't win. Yeah, you you know what I mean. You're being judged by someone who doesn't have only one. Although she kind of should have won. And it does make you feel the UK really special that we've got, we got RuPaul and Michelle. We are special. We are. <laughs> Sorry, that was such a creepy schoolgirl giggle. I w- Moon, you can edit that out. Feel free. Um, and then coming up, we can either do more recaps of AJ and the Queen, if you guys um, want more of that, or um, we'll be bringing you more interviews. We've got our... I think this goes out after we've just had our Sasha Muller interview. Mm. And we're lining up some more big names for you. Names, 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 darling. So... Stay tuned. Stay tuned, everyone. And thank you for listening. And follow us on Instagram, United yes. Queendom Podcast. At United Queendom Podcast. And follow Charlie at, at Charlie Valentine. Underscore X. Ch- at Charlie Valentine underscore X. Yes. <laughs> yes. And me at... No, don't bother following me. Just follow him home. Follow Ed <laughs> home. He likes the company. With the balaclava. <laughs> <laughs> okay, thank you for listening. Bye. Bye.